And by the way, DJ, your audio sounds great. I listened back to it. Okay. Like I haven't plugged it into nice. an app yet, but I was like, I, I kind of forgot because like I was just expecting it to be like the Skype audio sounding. And I was like, oh, this is nice and buttery. <laughs> Good, good. So we just hear so much echo. Oh, speaking of buttery, John, that wine was delicious. <laughs> good. Um, no, it's I. Nice we literally we literally bought it for him because it has like butter, like butter <laughs> chardonnay. Naturally, just a chardonnay. It's I don't think it said anything else on it except butter. <laughs> and it was, dude. I, I'm not usually a big white wine guy, and man, it was delicious. I really liked it a lot. I actually need to pour myself another one of those before we get started. We also need nice. to clap before we get started. Yes, sir. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 73, and my name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey, everybody. John Hines. Hey there. And DJ Mandolini. Yo. And how you guys doing? Great. Caught John mid-sip. <laughs> mid-sip of wine. What are you drinking over there, John? I'm drinking the, that buttery wine I got you for oh, your you birthday. Oh, you got yourself a bottle that you got me oh, for yeah. my birthday? Yeah, it was super good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. What's that? What, is everybody else drinking anything? Wow, wow. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I, got a, you, I got a nice rosé going on here Ooh, tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're all drinking wine tonight. I got a little red, the usual Aldi red blend. Yes. Nice. So... DJ keeping it clean, and uh, since you're the the sober one out of all of us, DJ, why don't you uh, <laughs> why don't you kick us off with uh, what you've been kind of bouncing around with uh, this week? Yeah, just been bouncing around with a couple of games. Uh, I think last time I was talking about a, some Civ Six a little bit, and uh, yes, sir. I think I yeah, left yeah. off on the Australia campaign where I had to uh, achieve yes. a certain uh, income level. Uh, I achieved that income level. I conquered <laughs> Australia. Uh, <laughs> then I beat the last, there are only four scenarios. So I beat the last one. That was like a Vikings barbarians kind of deal. Ooh. Uh, and I was just like, okay, like I'll just, you know, maybe do some AI games and like try to go online. Um, I checked and surprisingly there weren't a ton of online games happening, which I hmm. I don't know. I was expecting there to be still like a pretty large following going. Yeah. Like I don't know, just because I, I think it's a know. small dedicated group. Like really? or I wonder if they're all on PC. I don't know if there is a crossplay. I don't think so. That's a. Because it just seems is. like those strategy games are like there's a that loyal base that you're talking about, John. Like yeah. I feel like there are a lot of PC gamers. Yeah. I could be wrong. And I, I think it's like also the, like a lot more like private games where you know people coordinate and do stuff because yeah, it, it like is me versus you. It's it's a really like time intensive game. Like oh, yeah. putting in like what a, I think a 500 turn maximum is like yeah. a standard for that game and oh, Jesus Christ that, that's that's <laughs> trusting that like trusting a stranger to match with you <laughs> randomly online quit. and Ugh. not yeah and not just Good quit point. in the middle of it Ugh. it was just like I saw like 10 games I was just like are my settings wrong or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah I guess <laughs> it makes sense what you're saying um were you able to get into one though or I tried and the, the hosts kicked me out <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was waiting for my friend. Before they oh, heard yeah. about me. <laughs> yeah, they saw that gamer tag and they had to go running. No, but I uh so I had to resort to you know 
ending it on some uh, AI games and is just, uh, man, it's such a draining experience. It was just like, I can't, after like playing one final game, like I can't think of starting all the way over. It's just so much time goes into just one game. Yeah. Uh, I, I luckily like I boosted up the difficulty, did Emperor and... <laughs> I was the Scythian Empire, and I did a nice little military conquest of like you uh, do Brazil, <laughs> Australia, and America. So fuck oh, you, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> Take the opportunity when it presents itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that's great. So now I have, uh, I have once again hit my civilization limit so i will be <laughs> stepping away until the next next iteration um, <laughs> i've also uh i guess this month on uh ps plus uh free game is uh player unknown battleground so you know another nice battle royale game you know fell fell hard off of uh fall guys battle royale so <laughs> yeah we both kind of i think we talked about it a little bit too even a few weeks ago yeah we i mean we played like one more like session together and like just a few matches and i was just like i i could go without playing this for a while gets a yeah, little shallow you even, you, you even texted me like one last hurrah or something like that, kind of <laughs> like as my PlayStation Plus is about to expire. And I, in the back of my head, I was like, maybe I'll, you know, if we have a blast, maybe I'll renew it. And I was just like, nope, I'm letting that thing burn, baby. <laughs> yeah, Don't lie to yourself, Kevin. <laughs> just like need to, yeah, they, they need to do some serious updates to that. Like, not, not because it's like uh, severely lacking or anything. It's just I've played everything out. Like, I'd like some modes where you can just like pick the games you want or whatever and i also just want a new crop of games to show up so do you um, also get bored because you won so many times i mean that's probably a factor <laughs> oh yeah i mean <laughs> you've climbed I mean, that what's mountain there to gain at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> well for, for what it's worth i never won one and i'm i'm still burned out too that's fair yeah um but yeah, I did see a clip of one of the new mini games that's coming out in October, which I think will be this month when the episode comes out here. But yeah, I think it's uh, it looked pretty cool. Like it looked pretty different and kind of like a larger arena based game. But it looked maybe a team based one, which I know you and I are kind of iffy on. So yeah, we'll see. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, instead I've been doing PUBG and this is yeah. So I've done like Fortnite in the past. I've done Apex Legends. I've done call of duty war zone so i guess this is like the last of the titans to do and the original <laughs> And it kind of is this the one that i was going to say this is the one that kind of kicked off the sensation a little bit oh right? yeah yep. Mm -hmm. yep um and you know like i think when it all started like it was like PUBG versus fortnite and like i was playing fortnite so i was like very team fortnite but i don't know like i'm actually I, i'm not a huge fan of like the uh the the fort building mechanics in Fortnite, so like yeah. i actually kind of prefer just going back to basics and you're just shooting and that's it and it's kind of <laughs> nice to like you know this one is third person view which i guess i didn't realize going in so it uh harkens back to the socom days of online shooters uh, oh yeah, yeah so. you mentioned that and i didn't know it was third person either until you had posted that clip and i was like oh man i, I didn't realize this was a third person game yeah man yeah, you could just be extra stealthy and take less risks just peek around corners um, right yeah 
Yeah. That's already more appealing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I thought I was going to fall apart uh, off this one pretty quickly. Like I was saying before, yeah, it's it's fine. But, like, after I got that win, like, you know, I was, it was just... <laughs> It just fueled me. I don't know. I just got it awoken a, something inside you. It just <laughs> such a fucking knot in my stomach when it gets down to like five people remaining. Oh yeah, just mm-hmm. such a small like space of land that's available. I don't yep. know. It's just the circle just, keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. The rush is just. <laughs> Have you played it too, Randall? I, I played it like back when it came out for a little bit. Um, but yeah, the the graphics in PUBG are not great uh, by any no. stretch. But I understand why they have to do it the way they do because it's a battle royale. There's a lot of shit going on, so I give them some some leeway there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I would say Apex Legends is probably my favorite of all of them. Um, I mean, I really like Titanfall, and it's kind of like you know similar engine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I I do I do miss the the third person shooter stealth shooter uh, mindset. So I've uh, you know I I deleted it because I was just like okay I just need to win a match to feel like I've beaten this game. <laughs> Good lord! I'm redownloading it, so I'll probably play it later tonight. Nice, nice. And then, that's good that it like still holds up even after you've played all the other ones. You know that have kind of come and tried to tweak the formula a little bit. Yeah, I mean, part of it is like I don't play as many multiplayer games as I used to. Like, I mean, Fall Guys was maybe like the one that I'd played in a long time, but uh, I, I think it's nice to just have that like quick go-to multiplayer option. Um, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, for sure. And then I guess last of all, uh, I've not completed this game yet, but, uh, I've been making some progress on doom eternal, which yeah. nice. you guys nice. need to jump on. I mean, like once it gets ported to switch, there you go. <laughs> dude, you'll fucking, it's going to crash. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's so I, I can't even think of like what really the differences are gameplay ways gameplay wise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and from, DJ's the one drinking water. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like it, it just feels like exactly like the first one, like in a good way. And it's yeah, I've been playing just like so refined. Like, yeah, and I've just been like, you know, most of the shooters I've been playing are more like, you know, stealthy or whatever so it's always nice to have a more aggressive option um right although like i feel like i am restarting sections a lot like i i'm like one notch above normal difficulty um Mm -hmm. and maybe i just suck compared to most people but like that that's it's kicking my ass a lot of times um Mm. but it is like i don't know it's kind of nice to for it to be like so attention demanding and fast-paced it's oh yeah it's been a good I can't time. wait to play that game on the easiest difficulty. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all, you guys have all both beaten the original or the whatever, the 2016 original or whatever, right? Yeah, the reboot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, I, and yeah, you too, right, Randall? It. Didn't beat it. Got about halfway through. Okay, I just I know we had talked about it on the podcast before because I had dabbled as well because you guys had all raved about it and I was like okay and I, I had a good time too I just played the first level but just that kinetic sense of momentum oh, yeah. is like really awesome in that game. Mm-hmm. 
do you do you guys remember if there was a dash mechanic in the previous one? I mean, the glory kills. There was, I think, there yeah. was a, a relic that you could unlock that would allow you to dash towards an enemy for a glory okay. kill or a melee attack. But like, I don't think that there was necessarily like an a dedicated like dash button or mechanic. Okay, well, that is a big difference then. There's a dedicated dash button, which just makes things even more like yes. fast paced. And like it opens itself up to some more uh, platforming, like yes. before, because there's like some <laughs> parts where you have to like scale walls or whatever, and you have to like get the jumps correctly. It's Doom Prime, yes, <laughs> Doom Prime Two Echoes. <laughs> I was shocked by how much platforming there was, and even the first level that I played, I was like, "Dang, this is kind of cool." And again, that speed, like, it feels really cool. Yeah, man, you need you need to get on that. All right. I, it's still on Game Pass, the, the 2016 one, so I, I should boot that up again. Yeah. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Nice. Well, uh, what about you, Randall? I know you've uh, polished off something and uh, sunk a little more time into something else. So what have you been spending sure time did. on this week? The, so I, I've completed Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. It's done. Yay. Yes. 34 already, hours. I've, 34 hours, guys. Nicely done, man. I already <laughs> fell off, not because I wasn't enjoying it, but I was just like, once you kept saying, I'm still playing it, I'm still playing it, I was Jeez. like, okay, I got I to gotta move on to something else. Like, I don't want to disparage, like, Metroidvanias as a genre, but this oh, is no, do it. Go ahead. Do it. But <laughs> do it. Multiple times with Metroidvanias, this has happened to me. Um, it, it, I, I felt this feeling with axiom verge mm. and i feel this feeling again at the end of monster boy where i like i get what you're doing like i get it guys but there's just too much here like i didn't need all of this like yep. and it's just it keeps going and going and going and part of that's on me because of my nature in like going out for the side quest and getting all the power-ups and stuff but they also kind of point you in those directions more often than not like that is part of the core gameplay loop is getting all giddy because you found those secrets um so like yeah i found like 90 percent of the secrets and that's why it also took me 34 hours instead of maybe 24 hours but nice but no i i agree with you though from the i probably played like five or six hours and it does kind of steer you on those paths yeah like, it doesn't feel like you're like sinking in tons of extra time going for the secrets like you're you know they're kind of along your adventure yes over time they become less on your adventure but I, I, I'll give the game credit because there's a lot of quality of life. It is ultimately a retro experience, but there's a lot of quality life stuff here under the surface. Like they make it easy for you towards the end of the game to figure out where those secrets are that you didn't get before. Um, then it's just a matter of kind of sussing out a given area to see how to get to the said secret on the map. Right. So, nice. you know, th there's a lot of those type of touches in this game that wouldn't be there if this was just straight up a retro game. Um, and I still liked my experience with it, and I liked the end boss. And there's a really cool, like, fully animated, beautiful end cutscene, just like there was one at the beginning. And, like, all of those are, like, beautiful touches. They, they, obviously, this is a labor of love for them, but man, it's just too much game. Too much. It needed to be, you could have <laughs> cut the sucker uh, in half, man. Split it up. Does it maintain I, its, like, high difficulty pretty much throughout? Or yes. Did it kind of draw? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, it absolutely did. Um, I feel like as time went on, I just got used to it being that difficult and dying over and over again. Um, I just kind of like baked that into my experience of this game. 
Um, but yeah, no, it did not let up. It stayed that difficult. And maybe it was still okay for me because I was, I, I mean, to be fair, like I'd found so many secrets, I was pretty powered up, like compared to the average person that would be at that point of the game. Um, and maybe that eased my pain uh, to some degree, but no, it still was damn difficult, really difficult. <laughs> so, it, you know, does, I, it, does it scale based on uh, n- like how much of the side stuff you've done or I don't do think, think so. Do OK, I, did, I didn't get that impression anyway. I can't say for a fact, but I don't think so. No, um, this is definitely one of those games that you could play where like, yeah, I'm not going to bother getting finding any of the secret like extra hearts or anything else. And I'm just going to try to beat this with three hearts. I think you could do that if you wanted to. Blech. I'm not going to do that. Um, so like, like happy to see it end. But man, it it, it became like homework the last mm-hmm. like three or four sessions to be like, I just need to complete this. I've spent too much time. I just got to see this thing through. Yeah. Well, that's why we harp on stuff like a short hike. You know, I know we like kind of ram that point home of like, this is like a nice three hour game of like, not that they all need to be exactly that length, but like, you know, eight to 10 is like that. I feel like that's like the most I'm willing to put into a game these days. And even that's a stretch to be, to be honest. Good Mm -hmm. on you, Randall, for finishing the game. (laughs) Like I'm in my mid thirties with a family guys. I can't do this shit all the time. Give me a break, man. Come on. It's good for one of us to see things through to the end. Isn't that right, Kevin? <laughs> That's not I in might, my nature might, either, to be honest. So I might be doing it with the game I'm talking about later today. Ooh, so we'll ooh. we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But I know Randall, you've kind of spent some more time with another game this week too. I did. So I, I completed Monster Boy. It's over. And mm-hmm. then I, I suddenly had free time to play other video games. <laughs> and I jumped over to Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. Yeah. Because it had yes. released officially. Uh I'd gotten that demo because I pre-ordered it digitally, which is something I never do. But I'd heard such good things about the demo. I played the demo. It was amazing. I now play the regular game and it's amazing. Yes. Um, <laughs> it, it's exactly what you expect Tony Hawk one and two to be. They nailed it. Like, I guess you would call this a remake, but it feels just like those games before. Like nice. And, and this is coming from someone that has access to those original games still like in my library. And, and now I feel like I don't really need to play those versions necessarily anymore. Mm. Um, that's like, odd. That's like the best kind of remake when it, yeah. when it truly just replaces, like, you know, we've touched on stuff like the wild guns and the uh, ninja yes. warriors or ninja saviors. I always forget what it's called. Ninja but, saviors. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, those are like the, that's like, that's the way it's done. Like adding yes. new levels and characters, but like still, you know, giving you that original experience, how you remembered it, yes. but like souped up a little bit or yeah. a lot of it. So and in this case, Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I've got I've got some specific questions. Oh, yeah, no, no, hit me up because in one general, and two, I'm just gonna keep saying that this is amazing and it's just like you expect. So go ahead and hit me up with questions. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm very curious how like so from the get go, can you yeah. manual? in one like are they like separated or like mechanics wise like when you go into one are you still like collecting tapes yes okay and then yeah so is is there i will say that like in one there are still tapes in the the tpa uh the the first tony hawk levels the secret Mm -hmm. tapes 
there might actually be a new set of collectibles i can't quite remember like it seems like on every level there's also like a unique collect five of this thing that's like okay. for that levels theme and i can't remember that necessarily being in those original games but it totally fits um like oh, in one man. of them, it's like uh, five hall passes. Maybe that was in the no, the, yeah, no, five, hall, five that was hall passes in was yeah, in yeah. one. Yeah, and it was like Ollie over the uh, taxis in the warehouse yep. in one. And then, yep. yeah, no, I I can honestly, pro- <laughs> if you give me enough time, I could probably go through every single <laughs> challenge and every, every challenge. Level. Yeah. Well, like, are they, are they, I guess maybe what you were trying to get at, John, is like, are they split up into like separate games? Like when you open the menu, are you playing like, are you picking Tony Hawk one and or Tony Hawk two? So, or is it like all one game with all the mechanics? Cause I, again, like, yeah, in the first one you couldn't manual and yeah. you couldn't like do there some other cash things, everywhere. Like, that was how you bought uh, unlocks. Oh, in two. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. I, there's not cash everywhere. Um, oh, but so it's interesting. So it's the answer is kind of both because they've got one and two and you can either start on the, the kind of main menu when you enter the game. You can play, you know, starting on Tony Hawk Pro Skater one levels with the warehouse, I think it is, or yep. like Tony Hawk Pro Skater two. Mm-hmm. And like as you complete enough objectives in Tony Hawk one levels, you unlock the next levels in tony hawk one same with two but you can bounce between one or two and the stats that you're gaining with your tony hawk character carry over where you can jump between both games in the menu all right all right i know it's amazing it's awesome that's pretty cool and that's exactly what i'm doing i'm jumping between kind of first second third fourth levels on both games and it just feels great like oh i'm loving it man because yeah go ahead go ahead oh no I, i was just gonna say like uh there was a uh a specific dark time in my life where like at my like depths of depression i played through every single character like to completion like max stat every single character in two so like mario tennis 64 style it it just like (laughs) there is a therapy and a very like for me it's a it's a very like important game to me just because i find a lot of comfort in it and i like I, I don't know. I, uh, having that depth of an experience is something that I, I would actually really look forward to revisiting is something that I just find comfort in. Like, I think oh, that yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 is one of the most important games to me personally. So I'm very excited to delve into this if it ever gets ported or eventually I'll, maybe I'll get it on PC or something. Yeah. No, that's yeah. it makes perfect sense. And and Tony Hawk 2 in particular is pretty damn close to a perfect game on top of that. And everything's like you can get in such like a zen state with these games. It's mm-hmm. like I love yeah. it. I love it. It's so great. It just to do like a backflip off of a grind onto a car and hitch yeah. off the back of it and just be chained like I don't know, like this is like I guess if I really trace it back, like I never realized how much I love like these just like kind of pick up and play arcade style oh, yeah. games. But mm-hmm. like this is I mean, I've always oh, liked yeah. that kind of game. But like when I'm playing when I'm getting hooked on these roguelikes and stuff, I mean, I know Tony Hawk is obviously not a roguelike, <laughs> but like it has that same type of like, let me do a two minute run. Like yeah. I have a two minutes to play this level like it it has that same just again, again, and me and my brother would just pass the controller back oh, and yeah. forth like trying to beat our own high scores and you know whatever i just yeah i I definitely need to pick up these games yeah they nailed it they they full kudos they completely nailed it i really hope they port it to switch and i hope they do a physical release because i'll buy it again (laughs) 
Yeah, because it, it could have totally been a cash grab. We've seen yeah. more than oh, our yeah, fair share of those uh, as far as like the remakes or remasters go. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, really glad to hear that it's not. Um, but yeah, John, I know you've been uh, dipping into a little puzzle game this week. Yeah, that uh, we were chatting in the discord. Actually, you're like, ah, I haven't played anything <laughs> this week. Give me <laughs> something to play. And uh, we had chatted about golf peaks before. And yeah, you, you take this one away. Yeah, so I've been playing In Bento, which is, I believe, the second release from, at least the second official release. Uh, they've put out some other smaller, like, project games on Itch.io, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Afterburn is the studio, and it's a Bento box uh, puzzle game that's yes. grid-based, yes. and it's absolutely adorable well, the main character it tells a little story through like no dialogue just uh like pictures and it does a really good like descriptive storytelling and just like single frame uh like panels i guess you would call them throughout as you complete different level or batches of levels and uh it introduces a lot of different mechanics uh mostly it's uh either placing uh like a, a tetris shape or you know like in in a grid based system like let's say there's an l shape of like specific types of sushi or rice or like a, a different types of food that you would put in a bento box for a lunch and you're organizing it in a certain way that it'll show you what the end goal is in the upper right hand corner and all of the it starts off it gives you um just different like grid based items uh to like place in you can rotate them and try to fit them in correctly but eventually you'll be placing them on top of each other and whatever you place last will cover up what you placed before okay so that's like the first mechanic they introduce and then they introduce mechanics where you can rotate items that are already placed into the box or you can copy items that are already placed into the box or you can remove them from the box so honestly when i first started playing like the first two or three worlds i was beating every single level on the first try nice and i was getting kind of cocky and i was like (laughs) i'll probably beat this game before we even start talking on the podcast (laughs) and then like as soon as like level or world five hit i was just starting to hit a wall and like i've uh i think i've completed i fully completed the first eight worlds i think there's 14 total but like as soon as i got to level nine like i was leaving worlds incomplete as i was moving on to the next (laughs) because i was like oh it was (laughs) it was getting hard it was outpacing my ability to just beat everything and i'm I'm really enjoying it like it got it didn't get too complicated too quickly. Like I, like I said, like I got it to like five worlds before I started having any actual difficulty with the game. But like at, at where I'm at now, it's it's a fairly difficult uh, puzzle game, and it's very similar to how I mean in terms of like aesthetic and presentation, it's very similar to Golf Peaks. Yeah, where yeah, like it's that similar puzzle where you know they have all of the turns laid out at the bottom and it's just you trying to figure out the correct order that you're doing it in and if you make a mistake you can just as easily just undo one step or undo all the steps which make it a really 
not easy, but accessible experience. Yes. It's just user friendly. Yes. Like yes. You can just like, you don't have to, well, let me redo that. It's not it's time consuming. It's just deal. very conscious of your time. And uh, if you do, a nice thing that you, uh, that it gives you the option is you can rotate pieces before you place them. So let's say you know the exact, uh, or at least you uh, think you know, like the exact rotation that you need to put a place, piece in. You can rotate it, but not place it. And if you undo a move just by hitting the B button, it will stay in that rotated position as opposed oh, to cool. if you hit like the Y button and undo everything and it'll take it back to the default state. So nice. you can, as you're undoing it, you can also still kind of keep your moves. And like, it's, it's uh, again, it's very that, helpful. So like user friendly in that experience. And that way it kind of makes it feel lower stakes even though it isn't decreasing the difficulty at all like it is still a very challenging puzzle game but just like the fact that it's not you know i don't know relishing in being obtuse or something <laughs> or like yeah and there's no like timer there's no sense of just like in golf peaks you know yeah. I, I haven't played in bento but it just seems like and I, I have played the game that they kind of expanded upon this on i know you mentioned some of the itchio stuff john mm-hmm. like they have another game called textiling that works exactly the same way like you you just have tiles but they're they're just like little textiles of different either uh patterns or colors or you know different tiles or whatever Mm -hmm. um and you just but same thing you kind of overlay it and i I actually saw that somebody in the comments was like oh i wish this had a more full you know the difficulty curve is kind of a little bit unfair like it's easy and then it just spikes and they're like yeah we couldn't quite figure it out but we sort of took this idea and turned it into this game and had a little trailer for invento and i was like oh yeah because it sounds the way you're describing the difficulty sounds very similar to golf peaks yeah where it like just had that really nice like yeah for through three or four worlds no problem let me do these bonus levels no problem and then all of a sudden you're just like oh there's water and mud and sand traps and slopes it's like it they start stacking stuff and it gets pretty crazy yeah and they do a great job of like giving you enough levels while they introduce new mechanics where it's like all right we're not going to explain it to you because there's no words in any of that like it's a polish studio and like they do like such a good job of communicating things without using any language and like just visual and like just yeah it's it's so evident in everything they do and it's a they do a really good job of making sure that you know here's a few levels with just this mechanic so that you get it and then i'm at the point where i'm at now they have like the bottom screen will just be like five different mechanics and i'm like oh god i don't know where to even start with this (laughs) so like i'll just start placing things and until i get a feel of like how i think it might work yeah, and how how big are the like bento box grids? I mean, I'm sure they're different sizes for each like level, but I mean, like how big of a puzzle are we talking about? I don't think I've gotten any bigger than four by four, but they oh really? Yeah, it, they're they're small boxes, but honestly, that constraint lends itself to like it. Uh, there, there's there's one puzzle that I just finally beat, and like honestly, it only had four moves, but like it was just such a hard thing to like figure out. Okay, like I. I can clearly see exactly what needs to happen. I just don't know how to do it. And that feeling of satisfaction of like getting all those moves correct. And like that is actually a a thing that I just remembered about it is that like same with golf peaks is that I think that there is a flexibility in the way that you can like there are there is maybe a set uh, solution to the puzzle, but not necessarily a set 
order that you need to do it in Love so it. that that flexibility allows it to be a little bit more like oh i have not like deduced the one solution that there is to this problem it's more of like oh i figured out the set of things that i need to do in order to solve this puzzle and that feels really good because it's not then just like there it's the difference between like a puzzle box where you know you have to do the same thing every time in order to beat it or like okay this i i get what i need to do and actually learning from that I love the aesthetics of that game, too. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah, and I, I just uh, it's worth mentioning that both golf peaks in this game are like normal price five bucks. And there's like a ton of puzzles like it's it's a, they're both great games. So just worth mentioning that you can pick them up at su- at a super cheap price. And I think they're also uh, originally both iOS games. So like, yeah. they're available on like iPhone as well as Switch. But I don't think and they feel like they would play very well in that fashion. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even cool. even I should pick up Golf Peaks too. Golf Peaks is sweet. Golf Peaks is have you great. not have you not played Golf Peaks, DJ? Because I, I thought not. I thought we all ta- we talked about it on the podcast a long time ago. I think it was one of your you first did. episodes, John. Because I know you it. kind of <laughs> it was me. Yeah. I don't know. I know I know I talked about it, but I thought it was John that brought it to my attention. I know you kind of called like you were the one that brought this game to my attention. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm just a big fan, and I hope they. I don't I don't want to pigeonhole them into like a genre but i i really like the way that they approach puzzle games and i hope that they you know keep plugging away at it yeah Yeah. definitely excited to see whatever they do next for sure um yeah and i guess uh before we wrap things up i had one game i wanted to talk about and uh it's funny that you mentioned uh some of those beautiful animations at the beginning and Mm. the end of uh, monster boy randall those anime kind of style cutscenes. yeah um i've been playing indivisible on game pass yeah um and this is from it's published by 505 games i'm drawing a blank on the developer off the top of my head but uh i'll have links in the episode description and maybe it it looks like somebody's looking it up while i'm talking here but uh yeah i really lab zero got that same kind of what's that lab zero games lab zero games nice thanks um but (laughs) yeah it's got like a really great uh 2d i think they've done some of like the blaze blue games i want to say i I don't know they've done some other like skull girls Ah. yes i was gonna say i know they've done like another really like well you know hand-drawn 2d animated games um and this has like a very similar hand-drawn style although and i've never really played skull girls so i don't know exactly but it kind of incorporates some 3d elements into like the background and the environments and whatnot um but you're still on like a 2d plane um and i guess i'll just get kind of right into the way because this game starts off it's one of those games kind of like uh castlevania symphony of the night where like it starts off with like a final boss battle where you're all maxed out with all your abilities and then you're like okay now i know how to play that's a tutorial and uh it's kind of a generic storyline you know the game starts out your village gets burned down everybody's killed all that it's pretty kind of generic on that front but it's really well done like it's a little wordy a little talkative like cutscenes keep interrupting the flow of the game just a little bit uh but it's pretty easy to skip but it's it's charming it's well done it's funny uh but the gameplay itself it's kind of like it's kind of it's going to be maybe easy to describe but it's a weird combination of elements but it's like a 2d side-scrolling platformer that is also a turn-based action rpg with an emphasis on the action in the sense that like uh the combat is a lot more like the mario and luigi games or like uh the paper mario games or even like final fantasy 8 with like the gunblade any of those games where you're having like inputs like timing based inputs and essentially love it 
the reason uh, Mario and Luigi comes into my uh, comes to mind initially, and particularly the Partners in Time, or any Ooh. of the ones that have like all four characters, you essentially like right now I have ten characters unlocked in my party. You can have four equipped at a time. Each one is mapped to one of the face buttons mm-hmm. on the controller, and then you have to obviously. T- there's one button that d- blocks with every character at once, but now I'm starting to f- come against enemies that are having attacks that I have to specifically dodge at the perfect time. Like it's like a grapple attack. So I have to dodge not with all like you have to specifically block with that character individually with their face button. And then that button also corresponds to their attacks, but almost like smash brothers, you have like, you can hit just a by itself or up an a or down an a, and they're all like different attacks. And then you kind of have this meter at the top that you keep filling up. And it's like, it'll, it'll drain and fill depending on how well you're doing in the battles. Um, and another great thing that we've talked about in a lot of like, kind of incorporated in a different way, but like in Streets of Rage 4, Randall, how like every level is like kind of its own level. Like you kind of get yeah. a new set of continues or Jamestown plus like every level is kind of its own challenge. Yeah. Every battle in this game is its own challenge. Like you're every time you like start a new battle up and it's, you'll see a character like on the side scrolling level and you can either get the jump on them with like a ax attack is kind of your main weapon. Uh, and later on you'll get a few other things you can like, I can throw a spear now and stuff like that. Um, so if I'm able to get the jump on an enemy or shoot like a bow and arrow as well, which has a really cool mechanic for like some puzzle platforming too, you're able to like kind of freeze in midair and like shoot these switches that trigger these blocks that you're able to jump. So like the, Mm. the platforming is really fun. It's not like crazy intense, you know, it's not like super, but there's some really cool mechanics like with your ax, when you're trying to climb up to a ledge, you don't have a double jump, but you can swing your ax into like the side of the wall and dig into it and then launch yourself up. So you can like double jump up a wall nice, and then wall jump. So like sometimes you have to do that to get a little bit higher. There's just some really cool, clever like layouts of the levels and stuff like that as far as the platforming goes. But then, yeah, if you get the jump on an enemy with like an ax swipe, you know, you get a little, you get to do a couple extra attacks. And then, yeah, as you're filling this meter, every character has like a special attack. Some of them have healing abilities. Like there's tons of different yeah. variety in the characters. Like I really, I, I just am loving this game. I've probably sunk like four or five hours into it over the last few days. Nice. Um, And I really am having a hard time putting it down. Like I, I just... I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it other than like the combat is super engaging, super fun. Like the even like the minions I'm kind of coming across at this point, like they're taking a decent amount of time to, to beat down. But like every battle, because you're full health every time, it's like it's a totally engage. Like every every encounter you come across is like kind of it's like well tuned enough to like be a challenge every time, even just That's coming nice. across like an easier you know, there's obviously easier fights than others, but some of them are, are all of them are at least a, a decent challenge that you can't just cakewalk through. So are there like RPG mechanics? Are you leveling up like these characters I, that you're getting in your party or is it just like progression by adding more of them? You're getting experience and they're leveling up, but like you're not not really. No, you're not like like I do have a like I'm at level 16, but like. I haven't learned any new moves or I haven't like nothing's really happened. I'm just stronger. Maybe I have more health. Maybe I have like better stats, but each character has like different stats as well. Like not, they're not just different sets of moves. Like they really have like different speed, different HP, but it doesn't seem like I'm not getting to choose. Like I want to upgrade this character and I want to, it it might be only upgrading the characters that are in my party that might be happening. Um, I actually haven't paid too much attention because I got a, I got a nice four, uh, four pack that I'm pretty happy with at the moment. But uh, if if your main character dies in battle, 
Actually, you know what? It, they you don't even die if your main character as long as you, all four of your characters have to die once you have all four, four in your party. But it, that happens pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, you really it's like you know it's pretty. The challenge is not crazy. Other like as far as like it's pretty lenient with the save points and all that. But like yeah, I don't know. I'm just having a really great time. Like just kind of meandering through this story. It's like a little bit Metroidvania, but again, it's like, it's my kind of just like, it's, you're just on a path really. It's like yeah. a big sprawling map, but like, it's actually pretty impressive how it's strung together. Although I did just get to a point where like I met this uh, pirate and she, you know, is letting me use her boat. And now I'm able to travel to other islands that it seems like I have to kind of do a set of things at each Island before I can progress to yeah. the main cool. chunk of the game. So the game is kind of opening up. And give me a little bit of choice, you know, Mega Man style where I can pick which level I want to play and stuff. But, yeah, it's just, like, really charming. Love the music. Just love the presentation all around. Um, yeah, I, th- I think ever all of you would love this game, I think. DJ maybe would be the <laughs> what least. I, I, just don't th- I just don't think it has the challenge that you'd be looking for. Um, Are there difficulties? No, I don't think so. Are, uh, I, are I, all I mean, the encounters it, it, mandatory, or could you, like skip some enemies like if you could like maneuver around them maybe a couple but for the most part they're kind of on your path you gotta you do have to kind of take them out okay just thinking of ways i could you know force increase increase it harder yeah Mm -hmm. yeah there there might be difficulty settings like i i always just kind of default to the normal setting if unless it says something otherwise you know we're like this is the true experience on the hard difficulty um then i just kind of default to the normal but yeah, I just like the way I'm just kind of casually playing it. I'm just picturing you in that mindset and like, ah, I don't know if this would engage you as much, but but I could be wrong because I, I do think it's like an immersive story and narrative and whatnot, even though it is a little generic and cheesy. Um, but again, it's another one that I'm playing on Xbox Game Pass that I think was available day one, but it's available nice. on, on most platforms, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it'd be helpful if I ever played any of the like Mario RPG games, aside from paper mario like to have some frame of reference interesting Well, paper mario i feel like has enough of like the except you're just managing more characters at once you know like having to having to juggle and dodge with all four different characters with the fate like it it almost you get into a little bit of like a rhythm game flow state with yeah it, with like your combat and your blocking and your timing and like but you but it's got that similar thing where like each enemy will have a few different attacks that all have a different telegraph that you can kind of like Oh, if it's got like a red line, I know this attack's going to be a little slower in a ranged attack. If it's a blue line, I know they're going to like dash at me real quickly and do a melee attack. So like it, it's kind of similar in that sense, the way the combat works. Okay. Man, and I loved Partners in Time. Like, I was going to say, I, alone, I'd be very interested that, to see like, I was like what I'm on board. DJ, your reaction would be to like Mario and Luigi. Like Superstar Saga is my favorite out of the whole series. Was the I never yeah. finished any of them, but I, I enjoyed all of them. Has uh, any played. of that stuff been ported to Switch? No, no. I think they're on 3DS. They've although some have of them, that, but Kevin? <laughs> they did just they just they're on just Wii U. ported um, right. Well, what what was the Bowser's Inside Story port that they just did? That was on 3DS, I think, and it came with like that extra like bowser's minions or something but bowser was, jr but it was originally for the 3ds but they did do partners in time on wii u that released as a virtual console title with ds nice they just yeah. released one yeah that's weird they yeah they released they re-released 
Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story and Bowser Jr.'s Journey for 3DS. <laughs> for 3DS, yeah. Yep. Good lord. Oh, man. And I guess it's a conversation for another day, probably. <laughs> those cash grabs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, but I, yeah, I think the Mario and Luigi's like series is a very good oh, RPG yeah. series. But my the personal game. favorite is the original for Game Boy Advance. Yeah. They're the all great, writing. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, so, they're just so they kind of keep that Paper Mario and even the Super Mario RPG tradition alive, you know, that just kind of that sense of humor. And yeah. yeah, I just I really like those a lot. Also a very demanding final boss. Yeah, they're yeah. not easy. They're not easy games for no. sure. I, I would say that those games from my memory, I haven't played in a long time, but I would say those are tougher than what I've experienced in Indivisible so far. <laughs> it's been kind of kind of a more chill experience. But yeah, like I said, I, I just really like the vibe. I like the setting. It's it's been a nice breezy, I don't know, relaxing game. How far so, along do you think you are? I mean, you like said like four you're or like five four, hours, but I mean like percentage wise. Like, I, I don't know, like I thought I was kind of cruising along a little bit more, but I, I, I would guess it'll probably be like an eight or ten hour game because like now that it's That's opened up, length. it seems like I got to go to at least three different islands and then it seems like I might have to do two more challenges after that. So I think it, it's got some meat on the bones for sure, but it's not it's not getting stale up to this point. Uh, but it seems like there's like only one more character that I can unlock based on like the slots that are available. So I, I think I'm like decently along like it almost felt like as I got to this ship that it was opening up like you like it, it felt like way more than a tutorial, but it felt like the game was kind of opening up after that sort of nice if that makes sense. But yeah, I think we can uh, pretty much wrap up the games talk there, though, this week. If you guys are good to uh, call it a night. Yes, sir. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, as always, you can find us online at uh, PursuingPixels.com, and we've got a YouTube channel, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Links will be in the episode description, as always, along with the timestamps. I probably should mention the timestamps at the top at some point one of these days, but uh, otherwise, (laughs) uh, yeah, we'll catch you all uh, next week, and until then, take care. Bye-bye. Boy, boy. boy. I'm saying both. Summer's my least favorite, for sure. Oh, yeah. I can't stand it too hot it's been i mean the coronavirus is obviously not nice but like it's been staying in is hasn't been that bad yeah fall winter spring summer yeah yeah oh my god Kevin, probably, have you been there forever <laughs> you just like yeah it was just uh an empty an empty chair <laughs> for oh, the did, like, your time. Now it's just like I thought you're just talking from off screen. <laughs> you just maybe appeared. I'm maybe I'm lagging a little. Like one of those I'm lagging meeting, a little bit. Like oh, horror geez. movies. <laughs> <laughs> like he just pops up in front of the screen. That's what happened. <laughs>